Thank you so much, you guys, for all your patience, and welcome back to this week's episode. I know I had to take a little hiatus last week, but it definitely helped me out for this week. It's so cold in my studio right now. We are using the office to air out our new mattress um, because it has to puff up. And so we kept the door closed. And because this is a very old building, the heat (laughs) doesn't really work very well. So this was kind of left to the elements the past few days. Um, So right now I have my blanket and a sweater and my heat pad and we're ready to go. So I've been getting into these Olipop sodas. They're like probiotic, healthy soda or whatever. And I tried the cherry vanilla like two days ago and that mixed with my tart cherry juice that I drank before bed. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's like a mocktail. It literally helps me sleep so much. Um, also it's really good for your circulatory system and I have been working very hard on mine because I have extremely high blood pressure. So (laughs) I've been eating beets and drinking cherry juice and doing a little extra working out and, uh, yeah, hopefully it helped because I feel like at 25, my blood pressure should not be as high as it is. But back to the Olipops, um, I just tried the root beer one and it slaps, um, It's actually really, really good. I was worried when I bought these that it was going to be, you know, how, um, shit, what is it called? Um, oh, you know how LaCroix tastes like somebody just whispered the word orange outside of the can, like orange, you know, (laughs) like it doesn't taste like that. This actually tastes flavorful. Um, I hate LaCroix. I'm sorry. I know so many people love it and it's healthy or whatever, but that's just not for me. That's not for Maddie. Um, so these are pretty good though. Um, cause I'm trying to stay away from the zero sugar like sodas and stuff because sucralose or sucrose or that fake sugar shit, it never leaves your liver. And, um, that scares me. So yeah, Olipop definitely knows what they're doing. I'm digging it. Maybe I'll get sponsored by them one day. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so anyway, Let's get into mini episode number two. Today's mini episode is going to be on Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. Um, Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome is something that I hadn't heard of um, before just a couple of days ago. Uh, I was talking to my mom about different content ideas for the podcast because, you know, um, it's hard. Uh, And anyway, she had brought this up. And what this is, it's a connective tissue disorder that um is kind of rare um because not a lot of people know about it um but i had never heard of it before and actually a friend of mine sent in an email for this episode so mini episode number two is also going to be very special Um, my friend lucy butters from the uk she wrote in her story about living with ehlers-danlos syndrome and Just in case anybody wanted to write something in and couldn't write it in in time or thinks about it later, you are more than welcome to message me and send me your story still on any of these topics at any point. I think it's pretty easy to actually just slide in one of your stories in with whatever else I'm doing because I don't want anybody to feel left out and I know that me releasing it on a weekly basis does not give people a ton of time. I actually really appreciate Lucy. She was worried that her email wouldn't like be helpful to me because she wasn't going to send it until Monday morning. But 
yesterday with everything that went on, I ended up having to wait to record anyway. Um, I'm actually recording on Tuesday. So the time I actually worked out perfectly and I was able to change my podcast to be more her story because of how much she sent me. I mean, this is wonderful. Before this episode starts, I need to just be real with you guys. I hurt so fucking bad right now. I am literally hoping to get as much content as I can done in this sitting. Um just so I don't have to sit on the floor again in a couple of days because my studio is it's very cute actually um and it's set up really nice but the way that I have it the only way for me to be able to get the best recording um which what you're hearing right now rumbling is the vent there's nothing I can do about that but the best way for me to get a good recording in my apartment because it's got wood floors which are awful for this, by the way, is for me to put down my rug and everything. And I stack my microphone up on top of some boxes. um, And then I put my soundproofing box on that. And I put my microphone in there. And that's the only way that I'm able to get really good sound. So I definitely um, sacrificed my back to make this right now. But I'm hoping to change it soon. But yeah, I just wanted to be like straight up with you guys because I am a real person and uh life is really fucking hard so anyway um I think I'm going to start my second podcast here soon um what I'm gonna do with that is gonna be a little different than what I did here this one I have literally been recording this on a week by week basis I think that my next one I think I'm going to like batch record and do like five or six episodes in a row and then post those um and then I can add stuff in here and there if you guys send me things it's going to be a podcast based on medical marijuana and the benefits and issues that I've found with it um, while trying to deal with my chronic pain and muscle spasms and all that so I hope that it's able to interest some of you, you know, it's a podcast about weed. Um, I feel like everybody wants to hear that. But basically, I'm going to try something and then I'm going to talk to you guys about how it's making me feel, um, about if it's helping my pain, if it's not, why. And we're going to talk about terpenes. We're going to talk about all of the things that make medical marijuana considered a medication, I really, since it's legal now, I really want people to take the time to actually investigate it and learn things about it and not just think, oh, cool, weed. You know, everybody loves pot, but I'm just saying that it does help people too. But it does help people. It really benefits some people, you know, anywhere from people with cancer to people with fibromyalgia to hoes like me that got bars in their backs like you know it can help everybody so i hope you guys will listen to it i'm still playing around with name ideas so if you guys get any let me know but i'm hoping to make it something kind of funky like it bees like that but i am not sure yet so there will be more updates about that soon oh and also i had brought up last week about making the um youtube like the gaming youtube and i'm totally doing it now um because it is gonna be awesome and so much fun and it'll give me an excuse to play hours and hours and hours of my stardew and stuff um without feeling guilty like I should be doing other things 
Okay, so now that that vent has stopped, we are going to get into Lucy's story. I'm Lucy Butters. I work full-time as a children's palliative care nurse. When I was two years old, my symptoms of Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome began, but it was not until I was 24 years old that I finally got a diagnosis of hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, H-E-D-S. Unfortunately, this length of time to diagnosis is pretty common with all types of Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, or EDS, although some of the types can be life-limiting and are therefore diagnosed more quickly due to the severity of symptoms. The average time from symptoms to diagnosis is 20 years at the moment, and this is because of how poorly recognized EDS is and how many types there are, but also because of the wonderful mixed combination of symptoms individuals can display, which make it a challenge to diagnose. My first symptoms of EDS were dislocations of my shoulder and elbow joints. This started happening when I was two years old. Innocently, my dad would throw me in the air as we danced at a disco and pop, out came my shoulder joints. After two to three visits to A&E, my parents were taught how to relocate my elbows and shoulders and we carried on with our lives. We never saw a diagnosis. I did not experience a lot of pain at this age, and nothing stopped me from behaving like a normal toddler, so it was not at the forefront of our minds. It wasn't until my teenage years that more regular symptoms started occurring. Firstly, I was incredibly hypermobile. Folding my thumb to touch my wrist and doing the splits with no effort was pretty normal for some of our family, but I also suffered from frequent dizzy episodes where I would blackout, and I appeared more exhausted than my peer group at school, and struggles with acid reflux when eating. I started suffering badly with neck, knee, back, and hand pain in my early 20s, but at this point, it started being quite limiting for me. I could not get through my days with the extraordinary pain I was in, and I would feel like I was going to faint whenever I stood up. I had chronic fatigue from my pain issues and seemed to have constant joint problems that I couldn't quite put my finger on. At the same time, my sister's health problems escalated. She was having problems with her stomach and with dizziness and her heart rate, and with very poor healing from wounds. Abby, my sister, happened to see a doctor for her heart rate and fainting problems, and this wonderful doctor was an expert in what is called postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, POTS, or POTS. And he knew what Ehlers-Danlos syndrome was, and that is where we started getting answers to our problems. Abby was very quickly diagnosed with classical Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, and due to its genetic components, and my GP referred me to a rheumatologist, who suggested I get tested too. I did not get quite the same diagnosis due to some differences in our symptoms, but I was diagnosed with hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome very shortly after, and finally got some support for my pain and joint problems. Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome has 13 different types. They were reclassified in 2017 to include many more than were sought to exist prior. Some of the types are severe and life-limiting, so will be fatal at a young age, such as vascular EDS. And the symptoms of different types of EDS can be completely different, including different parts of the body, different organs, different severities. I would direct you to What is EDS-The Ehlers-Danlos Society? And then in parentheses, ehlers-danlos.com 
to find out more about these. But I can tell you how my hypermobile EDS affects me. My symptoms vary. Some days I can have all the symptoms and sometimes just one or two. At different stages of my life, my HEDS has been more disabling for me and at times not at all. My symptoms include chronic fatigue, which is not just being tired, but all-consuming and can be debilitating. Dislocations and partial dislocations, generally in my fingers, thumbs, toes, shoulders, elbows, and hips. Although during pregnancy, I also experienced it in my knees and collarbones. Hypermobility. And this is not just a party trick, but takes constant management to ensure my posture does not inflict damages to my joints. It can be hard to notice when I'm being overstretched and really hard to manage when tired. Acid reflux. Due to hypermobility of the skin and soft tissues, acid reflux will always be an issue. Food intolerance. For me, large meals set off my pots and my reflux, leaving me dizzy, tachycardic, and exhausted. Poor wound healing. EDS is caused by fault collagen, so effectively, the glue that makes up my body is crappy, and when I have a cut, it takes forever to heal and scars badly. Postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, POTS. This is generally triggered by changing weathers, heat, big meals, dehydration, my period, being unwell, and I can go from feeling absolutely fine one minute to having a heart rate in the 180s and being unable to move or stand up without passing out. This takes constant management. I have to drink three liters plus of fluid daily and have more salt in my diet to prevent me from passing out as often. Easy bruising, mast cell activation syndrome, MCAS. This is not a huge problem in my life currently, but in the past I have had weeks on end where I appeared to have allergic reactions to all sorts of weird things that I had had before. And MCAS is basically your body overreacting and making you allergic to things that you aren't usually. IBS, prolapses. I suffer from frequent prolapses in various areas, unfortunately. Chronic constipation and urinary problems. Actually, a bit of a blessing in my job, but I never need a wee. My body simply doesn't tell me when my bladder is full. Great for being a nurse, but definitely not normal. I have to schedule a wee in instead of relying on me feeling that I need to go. During my pregnancy with my son, I was also at higher risk of miscarriage, hemorrhaging of blood after, of dislocations without being aware, and risk of tears during childbirth. As I said before, some days my symptoms can be debilitating, and some days nobody would even know I have anything wrong. The professionals I have or have had helping me are physiotherapists. I'm no longer under one, but continue lifelong exercises. Rheumatologist, cardiologist, and psychologist. The medications I'm on or have been on in the past to manage my condition are gabapentin for pain, amitriptyline for pain, naproxen for pain, omeprazole for reflux, Diorolite helps when my POTS is bad, Mebevrin, which is for my IBS, and Buscapan, which is also for my IBS. 
The tools I have in my arsenal are medications, hot water bottle for pain management, resistance bands for physiotherapy, thumb splints to prevent dislocations, knee, elbow, and shoulder supports to support after dislocation or during exercises. My biggest tool is self-awareness and the ability to pace myself and not try to do everything all the time. Because although I feel I should be able to, I simply can't. I don't like having HEDS, but it is a part of who I am and will need to be managed for the rest of my life. There is also a 50% chance that my son will have it due to the type I have. I don't overdo it often, and sometimes I refuse to acknowledge the EDS and I push my body and suffer the consequences the next day, but as a general rule, Knowing my limitations and that they vary on each day will help me for the rest of my life. And that is this week's story from Miss Lucy Butters. Thank you so much, girl. I'm so glad we were able to give you a voice. That sounds like a lot, but it really seems like you are taking the steps that you needed to to manage what you have. I'm glad that I was able to talk about another invisible disability. It's crazy the things that happen that people don't even pay attention to. So I'm so glad that you were able to find a doctor, even if it was indirectly, that was able to point you in the right direction. It really seems like you have been able to take the steps that were necessary to get better and to feel better and overcome this so you can continue living your beautiful life as a palliative care nurse, which is one of the strongest jobs that I think a nurse can have. I I really do. And I really think that your story embodies the whole it bees like that sometimes motto because sometimes you just have to say, oh, hey, well, this is what's going on with me, but I just got to keep on going because it just bees like that. And I love it. I, I, I love getting to hear everyone's stories and hear the ways that you're able to overcome these things because I still have a major problem overcoming my issues. Um, it, it gets me all the time. You know, I talk about it in therapy. I, I talk about it like with my partner and stuff. And it, you know, it's still hard even to this day, six years later. Um, so I mean, seeing that Lucy, you're able to get this far in 20 years. That's crazy. That is amazing. I hope that I get to see you again soon. I know it's been so long since you came to America, but my family misses you guys so much. Also, Lucy said that she would send me over some photos if she finds any. So if she does, I will have those on my Instagram at hippies like that podcast. So you guys are able to go and check those out. Um, I think I'm actually going to start posting photos of the things that I talk about online behind my main photo um, for each episode, because I think that that would help you guys to kind of see this and maybe help the podcast become more rounded, like more whole, because, you know, I am still working on it. I'm hoping that my next episode will be on mobility aids. So like anything from walkers to canes to wheelchairs, um, if you or somebody that you know uses a mobility aid and it helps them, please like feel free to reach out and send in your story because there's a lot of people who could probably benefit from using a mobility aid who just don't because they see it as, well, I'm not that bad off, so I shouldn't get to use a cane or whatever. And that's just not true. They're there for anybody who needs help with 
mobility that's literally in the name so next week will be really awesome um my sister is actually going to write in as well um and just share some of her story so next week is going to be very special to me as well as my whole family um max had a long journey from barely being able to sit up straight to being able to graduate college this upcoming semester and it's just the coolest coolest ever (laughs) and i will be adding a few more platforms in the coming weeks i'm looking at a couple different things to see where i want to go um from here since i'm already on episode four on podbean and we've already done this well um i would love to branch out you guys have been great so supportive i don't think that i would have had the courage to make this podcast and to talk about these things if it wasn't for you because You know, confidence only goes so far. If you don't have a drive, then what are you doing? And you guys are driving me. My growth is driving me. And if tomorrow people told me, hey, you got to shut down this podcast. It sucks. You know what? I would say no. I'm just going to keep doing it because I really enjoy it. And I know that there's at least a few of you out there that are really enjoying it. So thank you to all my followers. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and I appreciate you. I will see you guys on Sunday with our next main episode on mobility aids.